in the last few years, there's been some fascinating research in the field of happiness by really good scientists. In fact, in 1998, the American Psychological Association adopted the term positive psychology. And they, since then, have come up with a lot of very interesting information on the fact that happy people are generally healthier people. So our subjective experience of happiness translates into a biological expression of well-being. And by the way, well-being today is the number one trend in our civilization. So if anyone out there is in the business world, this is what you have to be thinking, okay? <laughs> well-being of our planet, well-being of our corporations, well-being of our economy, well-being of our environment, well-being of our communities, well-being of ourselves. And that means repairing our ecology, get, paying attention to global warming, getting rid of war and terrorism, not through a war on war, not through a war on terrorism, is the wrong metaphor, you know, through our collective creativity and through our collective joy and through our collective happiness, we can really transform the world. Because the world is as we are. And so Mahatma Gandhi said, we have to be the change we want to see in the world. We want to see a happier world, be happy and make other people happy. So let's go over some of the research in the last few years. The scientists that I mentioned earlier, collectively and individually, they actually came up with a formula for happiness, if you will. They say that happiness depends on three things. The first is our biological or our brain set point for happiness. And this is a thing that determines our behavior and our perception. So some people, when they look at a situation, they see a problem. Other people, when they look at the same situation, they see an opportunity. And so it's the biological set point that determines whether they see a problem or an opportunity. And some scientists have gone on to say that this is genetically determined. So you say, well, if it's genetically determined, it's in my genes, I can't do anything about it. Well, actually, the research shows that you can. The first thing that you can do is you can take drugs. <laughs> Not the best way to get happy. But if you take uh, drugs that alter the molecules of emotion in your brain, serotonin uptake inhibitors, as they're called, then because they change the chemistry in your brain, uh, you feel happier. But unfortunately, as you know, they have side effects, and after a while, they stop working. So I just mentioned that because we know that you know, a lot of people take drugs to feel happy. It's not the right thing to do. It's not the right way to go. A second way that you can actually change your biological set point is through the practice of meditation. So researchers have shown that when people practice meditation, a part of the brain that is called the prefrontal cortex gets activated. And from here, there is uh, the turning on in other parts of the brain, and in fact, in the whole brain, of certain chemical neurotransmitters, things like serotonin, dopamine, opiates, oxytocin. And they somehow synchronistically orchestrate a dance between themselves. 
It's literally a dance of your soul. So when you're feeling the intoxication of love, for example, you have the simultaneous secretion of these chemical messengers. And these chemical messengers make you feel happy. So meditation is a very effective way of changing your set point for happiness. A third way is what scientists refer to or psychologists refer to as cognitive therapy. Cognitive therapy is when you get rid of a false belief that was making you depressed. You've attached yourself to an idea that is not true, but you hold it to be true. So it becomes true for you. And cognitive therapists try to shift your perception, your way of looking at things, so that you actually get rid of the false belief that was holding you down. And I mention this because it's a very effective way to change...